0: lurking in the shadows is a predator unlike any other cities all over the nation be on alert this predator doesn't slow down it doesn't take a break it's always on the prowl <laughs> joining do you, you do? on the prowl to, to talk jacksonville, jacksonville jaguars is stan to torah Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Proud to be here with you, as always, every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern time, hanging out here on the airwaves. And as you heard that music and you heard that growl, on the prowl is exactly where we are in today's broadcast. And this is usually on a Monday show as well. So, again, moving Monday and Tuesday together this week with the holiday of Columbus Day just happening and to go on the prowl with the Jaguars well first and foremost I picked them to lose this game so I did not have Jacksonville winning this matchup I thought it was going to be too much the Chiefs offense is insane and they've obviously done a lot of good things I will say this though I said going into the game that the Jacksonville Jaguars defense, if anybody's going to do it, Pat Mahomes had no interceptions, correct? None. Zero this season. I told you that if anybody was going to make him throw an interception, it was going to be the Jacksonville Jaguars. And not only did he come into this game, with 14 touchdowns and no interceptions in four games. But he had no touchdowns passing and two interceptions in this game. The problem is he got the ball up and down the field, 313 yards. And for everybody that hates on Blake Bortles, he threw a lot of interceptions in this game. I get that. He threw for 430 yards, though. And he threw 61 passes. See, people don't seem to get this. He threw 61 passes. Not many quarterbacks throw 50 to 60 times in a game. He completed 33 of them. Typically, quarterbacks are 28 of 33, 25 of 33, 23 of 33. So it's of 33, right? The attempts is 33, not the completions. He had as many completions as quarterbacks would attempt in a week. 33 completions in this game. 28 incompletions. Not a great day. But again, when you have to throw 61 times because you don't have your running game. Blake Bortles was the second leading rusher on the team and had a touchdown. Four carries for 34 yards, 8.5 yards a carry. Once again, Leonard Fournette's not there. Leonard Fournette's not going to be there for the Dallas game either, folks. So this upcoming game in week six... No Leonard Fournette, which means that the Jaguars have either not had or not had for a full game Leonard Fournette all season. Leonard Fournette, when active, has not played a full game, and then obviously inactive has not played. So Leonard Fournette, in the first six games of the season, has not played a full game once. My prayers and my hopes go out to Leonard Fournette and his loved ones that this is not going to be a Fred Taylor escapade where you're the franchise running back who has a hamstring injury that nags you. It just can't seem to get right because once Fred Taylor got a hamstring injury, it seemed like it followed him forever. And I'm hoping to God that that is not even close to the case of Leonard Fournette. I hope that this is not a nagging injury that he will heal completely with his hamstring, and that everything about his body will be well and healthy and good to go for the rest of his career and the rest of his life. And the same for every player out there of any sport. But this obviously affects the team. Now, Yeldon didn't do that bad. TJ Yeldon, 10 carries, 53 or fifty-three yards, so 5.3 yards per carry. 17-yard run was his longest. Blake's longest was 21 yards, so not bad, not too shabby. They did rush over for 100 over 100 yards as a team, 17 carries for over 100 yards, 5.9 yards per carry. Corey Grant only rushed the ball once, which I'm surprised with, one for one carry for eight yards, and then Brandon Wilds, two carries for six yards to give the team the 17 carries, 101 yards that they had. Dante Moncrief and Keelan Cole led the way in yardage with 76 and 70 respectively. T.J. Yeldon caught the ball out of the backfield as he does so well. So being and, and this is where he's gotten better. When he's been asked to be the leading rusher, you know there's a struggle there between the tackles, but he has been able to catch the ball. Leonard Fournette helps him to be the guy that can go to the outside and catch the ball, stand by the line of scrimmage, catch the ball, turn a two yarder into a sixteen yarder, if not a forty yarder. And in this game, he had a, he had ten targets receiving caught eight of them and had a touchdown in the game had 69 yards as well DJ Chark had a couple catches 68 yards for him Niles Paul had seven receptions in the game at the tight end position with Austin Safarian Jenkins going on IR Niles Paul stepped it up seven catches on nine targets for 65 yards DD caught three James O'Shaughnessy another tight end on the team caught three of the six that came his way so You know, that's the thing. Everybody wants to blame Blake Bortles. Well, Dan, how can't you? He threw four interceptions. Hey, listen. Look at how the receivers did. He spread the ball out. Moncrief, who has been great for Jacksonville so far, he helped them. Keelan Cole stepped it up. DJ Chark made some moves. Yeldon caught eight out of ten. Niles Paul, who has not been involved this much at all in his first season with Jacksonville, had nine targets, caught seven of them. D.D. Westbrook got involved. O'Shaughnessy got involved. And Blake Bortles had to throw, throw the ball 61 times. He had to throw the ball 61 times. Pat Mahomes threw it 38 times, threw two interceptions and no touchdowns. So, yeah, Kansas City's defense looks smart, and yeah, Blake Bortles makes mistakes, And I'm not trying to excuse the fact that four interceptions is definitely ugly and and just wrong, but I will tell you that a quarterback that's going to throw 61 times, I'm thinking he's throwing one to two interceptions potentially in that, unless it's Tom Brady or Drew Brees and, you know, maybe even a Phillip Rivers out there. But, you know, this, this team, they did a good job. They fought hard. I didn't have them winning this game because I thought their offense was going to struggle. They didn't have, they don't have Cam Robinson as their starting left tackle. They don't have Leonard Fournette out there as their starting running back. So, and they're playing up against a team and Pat Mahomes that could get it done. The problem with the Jaguars in this game was that they did not score the entire first half. They were down twenty to nothing in the first half. Take twenty to nothing out of it, okay? Take that start out of it. They win the game fourteen to ten. I mean, you just you look at what that it was a different. It was a tale of two halves. That is what this essentially was. It was a tale of two halves because the Jaguars outscored the Chiefs fourteen to ten in the second half. They just didn't come out in the first half doing what they needed to do. First half twenty to nothing, Jacksonville down. Second half Jacksonville fourteen to ten. It's a tale of two halves. You got to play an entire game. Pat Mahomes had the touchdown in the first quarter. Then they kicked two field goals from Harrison Butker. And then Chris Jones had an interception return on Blake Bortles. Only one of Blake Bortles' interceptions returned for a touchdown in this game. And that gave the 20 to nothing lead. In the second half, Harrison Butker kicks a field goal. TJ Yeldon gets a pass from Bortles. Then Kareem Hunt gets a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Blake Bortles gets, runs one in himself on a 21-yard dash, and they lose the game 30-14. to 14. Jacksonville had more yards than the Chiefs, 502-424, to 424, but they had five turnovers, and that's what killed them. So, Blake, again, I'm not saying I'm excusing his interceptions because he had to throw so much, but throwing 61 passes is going to put you in a danger zone. The more passes you throw, the higher the probability that you're going to throw an interception. Because if you're throwing, 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 think about this. There was 61 passes to 17 rushes. 61 passes to 17 rushes. So even Kansas City's defense, it hasn't really played good defense and hasn't really needed to do anything with defense because Pat Mahomes has gone off lately. If you're in the NFL and you're on defense – and a team is throwing 61 times and running 17 times, you're going to start to look for the pass, and if you got some mediocre average, above mediocre talent, you're going to get an interception in the game. You're going to stop a play because the team's one-dimensional. Kansas City threw 38 times, ran 30 times. They balanced their offense. They balanced their offense. They won the game. Jacksonville without Leonard Fournette struggling. T.J. Yeldon, again, he did some good things. He moved the ball, okay? But there was only 17 carries to 61 passes. So out of 78 plays, 61 of them are passing the ball. Even the most horrid defense in the NFL has players that beat out thousands of people to get their position. They're going to capitalize off of that. With that being said, Jadon Mickens only got six yards on his one punt return that he had. And on kick returns, one of them went short to Niles Paul. He had eight yards, and Jadon had 22 on another one. So Jadon, this is another thing, too. They didn't want to give him the ball. Okay? They didn't want to give him the ball. Why not? Because Jadon is explosive. And he was talking about special teams when I spoke with him last week inside a locker room in Jacksonville. So he didn't get a lot of opportunities to return anything. That affects you, too. He only had one punt return and one kick return. And Jacksonville did the same thing to Kansas City. Demetrius Harris only had one kick return for 11 yards, and Tyreek Hill had one punt return for two yards because they didn't want the ball in his hands by any stretch of the imagination, and obviously you know why. Tyreek Hill did not get into the end zone. He had 61 yards on four catches. Sammy Watkins, I figured he would play better in this game because he's an under-the-radar guy, and I figured they would utilize that. They did. He had six catches for 78 yards. Travis Kelsey looked like himself again. Five catches for 100 yards on eight targets. Jacksonville had more yards receiving, but they didn't get into the end zone. So Jacksonville has 430 receiving yards to 313 for Kansas City. But Kansas City got into the end zone. Jacksonville had five turnovers. You don't win the game when you have five turnovers. Nine times out of ten. Blake Bortles was responsible for all five turnovers. He fumbled the ball, and he threw four interceptions. That can't happen. At the same time, to take a little bit away from it all being Blake's fault, 61 passes is not a good place for a quarterback to be in, especially Blake, because Blake is not Drew Brees. Blake is not Dan Marino. Okay, he's going to make mistakes. And everybody loves Brett Favre, right? But Brett Favre threw a ton of interceptions, 61 pass attempts from a guy like Blake Bortles. I expect him to throw interceptions. I expect there to be mistakes, and there were. And the Jacksonville Jaguars ultimately paid the price of turning the ball over five times because you can't win a game when you turn the ball over like that. It's not going to happen. It's an unfortunate, but it's, it's reality. You can't turn the ball over that much. You can't make those amount of mistakes, and they did. It's as simple as that take five turnovers away that's five possessions say they score on two of those five possessions and they get touchdowns and extra point and two point conversions and now it's 30-30 so and that's saying that they only score on two of those five let's say they score on three of those five they only they get two touchdowns so now it's 30 to 28 and they kick a field goal 31-30 they win on the road you got to capitalize Leonard, for not not being on this team, is a pain in the butt. But Jacksonville moved the ball. They moved the ball down the field. They just can't turn the ball over. And Blake, this was was a bad game for Blake. It was a bad game. He throws 61 times. I expect him to throw a pick or two. I do. I would expect Drew Brees to throw a pick if he's thrown 61 times. But four interceptions is egregious, and then fumbling is even worse. So you take five possessions away from your team. You know some teams get five possessions a whole game. Depending on who you're playing, you may have seven possessions a game, five possessions a game, eight possessions a game. So you're taking more than 50% of your possessions away. You can't do that. And that's adding insult to injury, because it literally, because it's an insult to turn the ball over on five possessions, to the injury of not having Leonard Fournette or Cam Robinson out there for you to help you move the ball down the field in the running game. Not to take anything away from Josh Wells, because I think he's doing a good job, or T.J. Yeldon or Corey Grant or anybody. Blake made a lot of mistakes. Kansas City cannot be put on the field offensively. They can't be, and so they won, as I thought they would, but I thought that they would win because I thought they'd stay explosive and that their offense would would run the score up too high for Jacksonville's defense, even if they condensed it to win the game, but they turned Pat Mahomes over twice. They didn't allow Pat Mahomes a passing touchdown as the first team this whole season in five games, so yeah, they lost. But they made the king bleed, so to speak, and he had no blemishes. He had 14 touchdowns, no interceptions in four games. After playing Jacksonville, he had no touchdowns in that game, passing and two interceptions. So now he's 14-2. and two. They took away his perfect season. But they also took the ball away from themselves five times and ultimately lost the game. We'll take a step aside. We'll come back with the ingredients to success in just a moment. This is a wake up call fast Fast break. break. Unica Pizza Company spells family. Your family, my family Call them and place your order at 315 214 3060. That's 315 214 3060. Families break bread at Utica Pizza Company. Gear up with the real deal at Drysig Apparel. Get Hilton quality service at the most affordable price at True by Hilton Camillus, located right next to Costco in Township 5. True by Hilton Camillus offers you their signature sport court where you can enjoy basketball, volleyball, pickleball, soccer, lacrosse, and more year-round in their indoor facility. For reservations and information, call 315-314-8676. That's 315-314-8676. By Hilton Camillus. Hilton quality service at the most affordable price. Welcome back here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on Wake up Call, DT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on mixlr.com backslash wake up- call DT. I told you that we were going to give some NFL coverage and speak on the NFL outside of being on the prowl with the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to save that for tomorrow because there's a lot of storylines I want to get to. I obviously want to celebrate Drew Brees without having to rush that, and I want to talk about some other things like how the Cleveland Browns squeaked one out and how the Buffalo Bills squeaked one out as well. You know, some very close games. How the Jets beat the Broncos. How the Steelers made the Falcons look very poor on offense for the first time this season. The Vikings, what they did when they met the Eagles this time around in Philadelphia. In the playoffs, they lost. This time around, they won. How the Cardinals looked with Josh Rosen. The Rams having to win a nail-biter on the road in Seattle, which is the only place where Seattle seems to be winning this year and so much more, as well as the Texans and the Cowboys rematch from 2002 when the Texans won, and this time around, they won again 16 years later. So, exciting, exciting stuff to speak about here on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora coming up this week, and uh, that'll be on the broadcast tomorrow, so make sure you're tuning in. So much coming up this week on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We'll get to that in a minute. But before we do that, it is now the Ingredients to Success proudly presented by Utica Pizza Company, and it's a Utica thing. That's where I was yesterday, and it must be a Utica thing for me to go to Utica Pizza Company on 628 South Main Street in North Syracuse, New York. After every trip, I end up at Utica Pizza Company. I get off the plane. I go to Utica Pizza Company. I come back from covering the Jaguars, Utica Pizza Company. Come back from Disney, Utica Pizza Company. Came back from New York Comic Con, Utica Pizza Company. That's where I always end up. It's like my welcome back to central New York. So thank you to Utica Pizza Company for being awesome, always being on point. We got the eggplant rigot pizza, which is not on the menu. You have to put your own ingredients in. So we made our little personalized pizza and we got the Utica style wings, which has all their sauces on it. Oh my goodness, what makes me so happy this morning is that I know that I have some of those wings and pizza left in my refrigerator, and I can't wait to run out of the studio and go eat some of that. So, thank you to Utica Pizza Company to be my welcome home every time I'm out of town, and when I'm in town... Thank you for continuing to be that wondrous place as well. The ingredients to success, if this is the first time you've ever heard this segment, hopefully you have heard it throughout the years, but if this is the first time you've heard it, welcome. Mm-hmm. And this is where I give ingredients to success to a topic or a team or a person or an event or whatever's going on, ingredients to a successful event, a successful uh, team Game a successful player moving forward, a successful piece of your life, whatever it may be. This is a positive segment, as they all are on Wake Up Call, because we don't do negative things. And it is an opportunity for us to impart some knowledge, some wisdom, and to hear some from you as well. So that being said, the ingredients to success this week are about Syracuse football. Now, Syracuse has a week off. They have a week in between. It's a beautiful thing, because they have the opportunity Right now. To take a break. They have the opportunity. To turn. The engine off. And restart the car. And listen to the car. And see what's going on. Have the car tell you where it's hurting. And make it purr like a kitten. Before they head in. To October 20th's home game. Against North Carolina. Which is a day before my birthday. Shout out birthday. So. Ingredients to success for Syracuse. Take some time to clear your mind. The mental part of the game is the most important part of the game. Okay, Next to your heart being in the game. Your mind not making you go out of the game is right there. Mentality. Focus. Let yourself cry it out. Let yourself punch a pillow. Let yourself be upset that it hasn't worked out up to this point, okay, in these last couple games. Close but no cigar. Four-point loss, seven-point loss. Let that be a motivator, not something that's going to hurt you and bring you down. Let the pain be there. Let it manifest itself and then get rid of it. Feel it, know it, be done with it. Feel it, know it, be done with it. Don't feed it. Don't allow it to take you over. Let it be there. I shouldn't have said let it manifest itself. Just allow yourself to be honest. You're pissed. You lost. You lost two games that were close. It sucks. It sucks to lose. Now you got to read this. Now you got to hear it. No, don't do that. Ingredients to success. Don't listen to the naysayers. Don't listen to the pundits. If you get negative stuff on social media, take it off your phone. Even just for today or the week. Don't respond. Don't listen. Play your game. The game in beside your two ears, that's all that matters. The game in between your two ears, that's the one that matters. I don't care what people are saying to you, you have to believe. Because if you believe the naysayers, you will lose this next game. If you believe the haters, you will lose this next game. Because you'll play terrified. And you won't do anything good for yourself. So, first and foremost, keep your heart in it. Listen to your heart. Listen to your mind. Be yourself. That's it don't listen to any of those naysayers and strangers and whatnot if you're gonna to listen to somebody listen to somebody that loves and cares about you call mom call dad call grandma call grandpa call your brother call your sister call your girlfriend call your you know what I mean just call somebody that loves you and talk get a hug play a video game play you know read a read a magazine that you've been wanting to read read a comic book. Watch a movie. Go see Venom. Relax. There's two things you can't do mentally. You can't let it just sit there. You can't let it just sit there. Okay, you have to let it out. You have to let yourself have these thoughts go out of your body. You can't keep them. can't hold on to them. And you can't let them stack up upon each other. Think about the game. Watch the film. Feel how you're going to feel. Cry, yell, scream, smile, laugh, and be done with it. And then do something nice for yourself. And then start preparing. I think you got to take a step back before you start preparing. I think you have to give yourself time to heal and to think about it before you start preparing for the next one. You just went 0-2. You helped to beat yourself. And you were in both of the games within one score. Nobody blew you out. Nobody embarrassed you. Bounce back. By giving yourself time to heal, time to think, time to reflect before you attack again. And then only think about North Carolina. Not NC State, not Boston College, not Louisville, not Notre Dame, not Wake Forest, just North Carolina. And after that realize you got to stop the run because that is a glaring issue. Now granted this Syracuse team has done so much better. They've done so much they've done so much better defensively than the last 2 years under Baber Baber's combined. Take that. Enjoy that. Appreciate that. Respect that. And then go back to the lab and figure out what's happening against the run. If you're if it's if it's the linebackers, then address that. If it's the linebackers in the defensive line, address that. If it's the safety dropping back, then address that. But understand that that if that's one of your most glaring issues, which I believe it is, you can't overlook it. You have to face it. So face it. Face it, see it, know it, get better at it. You can't just say, oh, we don't have the personnel for it. Ah oh, we just we just we just don't have what we need. Well that's great. So what are you gonna do about it? You can't just say we don't have what we need to get it done. Figure out a way to get it done. Re-scheme something. Move somebody around. Put somebody in there that maybe was in there before. Don't give up. You can't give up. You can never give up. That's what Jimmy Valvano said. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. He also told you to think, laugh, and cry in a day. And I just told you to do the same thing because then you have one hell of a day. So take some time to yourself. Mentally accept what happened. Listen to your heart, listen to your mind, detox yourself from the situation, let it be what it is, get all the emotions of it out, then focus on North Carolina. If you're Eric Dungy, go outside and start throwing to those receivers and get your timing down. Have those DBs play it like a game. Practice it that way. Do it before practice. One-on-one coverage, those receivers got to get open, Dungy's got to hit them at the right time, in the right place. Jarvion Howard, keep, bo- keep knocking people down. Keep doing what you got to do. Neal, Dante Strickland, figure out where your weaknesses are, address those, and move forward. Offensive line, what are you doing? where can you be better? Defensive line, where are you doing? Where can you be better? Linebackers, what are you doing? Where can you be better? Secondary, what are you doing? Where can you be better? Andre Schmidt, what are you doing? Where can you be better? It's almost perfect, but how do you continue? Keep doing the things that have helped you to be successful. If if you know how to do something good, like if, okay, I know how to edit, if I know how to edit really well, and every single time I edit, it's like, damn, that came out good. Don't get complacent and say, well, you know, maybe I should screw up just because it looks so perfect. No, keep doing the things you do great and address the things you don't. You know, when somebody's successful, successful, successful is, oh, you know, let me, let me, let me step off of this success for a minute because, you know, I, I'm just, I'm good at this thing. No, why would you? If you're a singer, you don't go on tour and say, okay, this city, I'm not going to sing that well in because I've sang so well for the last 10 years that everywhere I go, people love the music, so I got to make one mistake to make me human. Be superhuman. Clemson is superhuman. Alabama superhuman. Be superhuman. And believe in what you do. You can't fix the past. You can't change it can only change your attitude. can only change the way you're going to think about it. It's all you can do from this point forward and prepare. Biggest issue I'm seeing on the team, run defense. So address it. That's Dino's job. It's the staff's job. And it's the player's job. Address it. I'm not going to blame every linebacker. As a team, they don't play well against the run. Address it. Because Boston College is going to beat the hell out of you if you don't address it. And Louisville figure out a way to run the ball, too. So make sure you address it. Because you have to play teams like Boston College that are not going to take anything easy on you and have one of the best, and A.J. Dillon, one of the best runners in the country. Address the run defense, let yourself have emotions, let yourself feel it, and then let it go. Easier said than done, but you have played half of your season you have an entire new set of six games. Don't blow it. Focus. And another ingredient to success, don't think about, I got to be bowl eligible. Don't think about, I, I I can't blow it. I've never gone into something going, I can't screw this up. Because then you're thinking about all the ways you could screw it up. When I was at New York Comic Con, I asked a question to the Boy Meets World cast. Ben Savage, Danielle Fishel, and... Will Friedle, Corey Topanga, and Eric, respectively, from the show. I was in front of anywhere from three to five thousand people at the time, staring up at my favorite show characters from my childhood that I believed were real to me, that helped me fight so many battles that they may never know they helped me fight. I hope that I get to talk to them about it. Without that show, something would have been missing. And I didn't walk up to that microphone going, I can't screw this up, don't screw this up. I walked up to that microphone, I looked right at them, and I said, Dan, don't look at anybody else in this room. It's about you and them. Every time you interview someone, every time you're in a press conference... You look at that person that you want to talk to, and you tunnel vision. Your eyes are on them. Your ears are on them. Your voice is toward them. Who cares about anybody else in that room? Of what they think, how they react, just be you. There's a reason why so many of us sit and watch, and so few of us step up to the mic. It's not easy. But it's worth it. And I never step up to the mic going, don't screw it up, don't screw it up, don't screw it up. I walk up to the mic going, you're a friggin' boss, now go kill it. You got this, you had this, you will have this, so go get it. This is yours. You're going to be a great broadcaster every day of your life. That's it. There is no other option. You're going to be great at what you do. And if people go, oh my god, Dan, for 12 years, you can't you just make one mistake? So am I supposed to make one? If you're a basketball player who makes thirteen or fifteen shots every game, are you supposed to miss a few? Keep shooting. I'm not perfect, but damn it, I know what I'm good at, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go after it every chance I get. There are so many things I want to accomplish in life, and I cannot accomplish those things if I'm not mentally strong and supportive of myself. So Syracuse, how do you win these next games? You don't circle the teams that are struggling. You say to yourself, I am going to give everything that I have. I'm going to look at my weaknesses, address them and get better. And I'm going to look at my strengths, address them and keep them going and improve them if I can and go from there. The run defense is a glaring issue. If I'm Dungy, I would think What can I do to have a better relationship with my receivers in the field? Because I take off and run a lot. Maybe I could do that a little bit less, and maybe I can trust that. Are they getting open, and I'm not getting them? I'm not hitting them? I'm not seeing them? Or are they not getting open, and that's why I'm running? Answer that question if you're Dungy. Why do you run? Answer that. They're not open? Okay. Because I feel like it? Mm, Let's maybe address that. This team is more than capable of making a bowl game. And the only reason why this team would go 0-6 in the second half of their season is if they mentally don't take care of themselves. Because physically, they've played in games that they weren't supposed to be able to. Schematically, they played in games that they weren't supposed to be able to. They are capable of greatness. Everybody is. There's not a person on this planet that's supposed to be a sidekick. There's not a person on this planet that's not supposed to achieve their dreams. It's just whether or not you can put the time, the energy, and effort into it, to do it, and if you believe in yourself, and if you're willing to be honest with yourself completely and address the things you are not doing well, and then stick to the things you are doing well. Don't become complacent. If every time you take a shot from the free throw line, you make it, don't start missing them. And if you can't hit threes to save your life, well then go out to the gym today and start shooting threes. And I'm not saying make one, I'm saying play until you make Play until you make one on each piece Go to the elbows Go to the corners Go to the top of the key Once you hit boom 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 then you, can, then you can get off the court But you better be there tomorrow Rest Refuel Address Attack That's all you need to do Easier said than done I know But that's what you need to do Don't give up on this team, because I had them losing this game, and I still had them arguably winning nine games this season. Don't give up on this team. Believe. And if you don't believe in them, but they believe in themselves, then you'll be the one needing to address something and not them. Because they don't need you to succeed. They need to believe in themselves, just like you don't need your mom and your dad's approval to chase your dreams. Some of us have it, some of us don't. Some of us didn't have it, then we got it. Some of us got it and we lost it. And it may be hard for a fan to hear that. Hey, this Syracuse team, but the Syracuse team didn't think that they didn't believe that you thought that they were going to be four and zero, and they were. So whether you hate them, love them, or are somewhere in between, it matters what they think of themselves, and that's not meant to hurt the fan. It's the reality. Because I'll tell you right now, at your job, if all of your fellow employees are loving you or hating you, are, is that going to affect how you do your job? It shouldn't. Easier said than done, but it shouldn't. Why? Because you should go after your job and give it all, give it your all every single day. Don't do something for the accolades. Do it because you love it. There are so many battles that I have won that I've gotten no prizes for. There are so many things in 32 years that I have accomplished. There's more than I can count. There's more than I have spent time thanking God for. I can, I've done more th- things in four days than I thought I'd do in four years sometimes. But whether, you, whether or not you think that I can accomplish it is inconsequential. I'm the one who decides if I'm going to. So Syracuse is inward. Search yourself, see your faults, see your positives, and move forward. They're right at the cusp. Don't be the team that shoulda, woulda, coulda. Be the team that did and is proud. With that being said, I'll talk with you tomorrow morning on Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora here on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT and on WakeUpCallDT.com's homepage. God bless you. Find us on Facebook at WakeUpCallDT, Twitter at CallDT, and Instagram at Call underscore DT. Have yourselves a phenomenal, phenomenal day and we'll be with you Wednesday morning speaking on the NFL in its entirety of Week 5 and so much more.